You are listening to The Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 86. This is The Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At The Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing. You should do. Hello, everyone. How's it going? My name is Scott Wellens, and I am your host of The Best in Wealth Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping real people, that better be you, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor. Today's episode, if you're excited, it's a bad idea. Before we get in, if you've listened to the last couple episodes, I sure hope you have, we're in a season right now. We're in a season of 10 episodes learning about behavioral finance and how behaviors in fact affect our investment returns and that is what we call the behavior gap. If you haven't listened to the first two, please do bestinwealth.com slash 83 Best, no, 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 no. Bestinwealth.com slash 84 and bestinwealth.com slash 85. If you're on your podcast app, just look for episode number 84 and episode number 85. And if you've listened to it, you also know that I'm on a 24-hour marathon trying to get three episodes in so I can get my butt on vacation So when you're listening to this two weeks from today, well, I will be in Florida, but actually, I think driving on the way home. Last week, I asked for prayers because I'd be driving on the way there. This week, I'm asking for prayers because I'll be driving on the way home. And I wonder what's going to happen. Oh, I know exactly what's going to happen. We're going to get up at the crack of dawn, probably at about 3.30 in the morning, and everyone's going to sleep. Me and my, or my wife and my kids, not me, because I'll be driving, because that's what happens. I'll drive for six hours. We'll finally stop at a Cracker Barrel. Everybody will wake up. It'll be nine in the morning, and they're going to be so excited because we're six hours into our journey trying to head back ultimately to Wisconsin, but stops along the way, and I'm going to be so tired because I'm I'm the one that did all the driving. Let's get to the topic of the day. If you're excited, it's a bad idea. We're in the middle of a season right now. Going through the 10 Laws of Wealth by Dr. Daniel Crosby, subtitled Psychology and the Secret to Investing Success. Dr. Daniel's got 10 laws in here. We're going through all of them. Because when we're done... Our goal is to shrink our behavior gap, shrink that percentage we're losing each and every year on average because of our own dumb emotions and our own dumb mistakes. And Dr. Daniel starts each law with a quote. And rule number three, if you're excited, it's a bad idea. And actually in the book, this would be rule number four. I'm just using rule number two as rule number 10. Don't even ask. I've been at this for many, many, many hours, but it's just my process, okay? So here's the quote. It's by George Soros. If your investing is entertaining, if you're having fun, 
you're probably not making money. Good investing is boring. Let's bring this in and let's talk about emotions again. Emotions impact the way we think about the facts of the past and how we think about the future. I think I brought this up last week. If I asked you about a past event right now and you were in a good mood, you would likely recall great things about that event. If I asked you about a past event and you were in a bad mood, you'd likely think of the bad things. Why? Because we're not computers. We're not a vast amount of information that never changes. Well, I guess with computers, you get a virus, maybe you get wiped clean. But that's not the way we operate. If I want to recall on my computer what I was talking about in episode number one and the points I wanted to drive home, episode one of the podcast, I could simply go back to my notes. If if I wanted to look at some investing convention that I was on five years ago, I can look back at my notes and each time I look back, they don't change. But our brains don't operate that way. Our brains are more like beer goggles. And I think this is is an awesome way to put things. I got to give the credit to Dr. Daniel though. So if our brains are more like beer goggles and we're just thinking about the things because of the mood we're in, well, that means that our facts, which we thought were facts, actually change. But as an intelligent investor, and that's what you and I are both striving to become, we have to take precaution. Ben Carlson puts it like this. There are many, many instances where we should get emotional We should get emotional on our wedding day when we have a child, maybe at Christmas time when the family's all together. Heck, I get emotional during the Little House on the Prairie episodes that I make my kids watch. Like, I do, and it's okay that I do. It's good to get emotional in times like that. Heck, it's good to get emotional during not-so-great times to help us with the grieving process. But you know... When emotions are the horror, the worst time, the enemy of good investment decisions are your emotions. We have to somehow, as family stewards, with the weight of the world, or at least the family on our shoulders, because we're the ones that are tasked in making these decisions, we have to figure out a way to get investment decisions to get the emotions out of our investment decisions. One one time someone put it like this, investing should be like watching grass grow. How boring would that be if I made you, you know, you probably, if it's raining a lot, you're cutting your lawn right now every five or six days maybe. And from the moment you cut it to the moment when it's time to cut it again, it looks vastly different. The lawn looks beautiful. It's really short. And but five days later, man, I can't believe what happened. It's real long again. However, if I made you sit and watch that grass grow from the moment you cut it until the moment it was time to cut it five days later, that would be one of your most boring experiences ever. But guess what? That's the way investing should be, like watching grass grow. 
highly emotional investors, people who can't take their emotions out of investing. They are more likely to pay more for a stock or get in the market when they shouldn't, when they're happy. During times of unemotion, people are more likely to sell for less than they should. Emotions have no room in investing, period, if we want to shrink the behavior gap. And that's the whole goal of the season we're in, in these 10 episodes. But not only do we want to make sure we understand our behavior in investing, since we are family stewards, we want to understand our behavior, period. There was another study done in Dr. Daniel's book by by a guy named, and, and Dr. Daniel just noted it, by a guy named, um, gosh, Dan Early, I think. And he did a study called Predictably Irrational. And when I read this, I thought, do I really want to talk about this on the podcast? And the more I thought about it, the more I thought it would be great to bring up. So he did a study where he asked a group of people, 19 sexual questions, including questions like, would you cheat on your partner? Would you engage in odd sexual behavior? Would you have sex without a condom? These are an example of some of the questions. And he asked these questions to two different groups of people. The first group of people were people that were not sexually aroused at the time of the questions. He asked all of these questions. Then he asked the same set of questions to a group of people who were sexually aroused. Now, I'm not going to get into details of why they were sexually aroused, but they were. And then they asked the questions. And guess what? Of those three questions that I talked about, those that were sexually aroused were 136% more likely to cheat on their spouse. Holy man. They were 72% more likely to engage in odd sexual behavior. Again, I'm not going to go into detail of what odd sexual behavior they're talking about, but 72% were more likely to engage and 25% were more likely to engage in unprotected sex. So I get it. We're talking about sexual arousement here when we're supposed to be talking about behavioral gap in investing. But here's the deal, my friends. The study concluded that the same emotions apply, the same way we come up with how we answer questions depend on not only our sexual arousal or not, but our anger, our hunger, our excitement, our jealousy, and so on. It completely brings us back to the behavior gap with investing. I mean, just think in your own life. Take this whole sexual thing out of it. When you're hungry, do you make different types of eating decisions than when you're not hungry? Heck, I know I do. When I go to the grocery store hungry, I'm more apt to buy more groceries and apt to buy more things that aren't as good for me. When I'm angry... I say things that I wouldn't say when I'm not angry. Let's not pretend that this doesn't exist with all of us. And it certainly exists when we bring it back to investing. These people 
knew the rules when they were asked these sexual questions. They knew they shouldn't be cheating on their wife. They knew that they shouldn't be participating in in unprotected sex. They knew the rules. But when their emotions, in this case their sexual arousal was up, they didn't care about the rules. Those same emotions, they affect us in times of fear and in times of greed. Those are the times when our emotions are highest, when we're apt to make a decision about our money. And it's the worst possible time that we should. When I teach my retirement class, I talk about the three things that drives emotions the most. Food, sex, and money. I just talked about all three of them. They're all intertwined. They all cause us to have a heightened sense of emotion, either through excitement or not. Fear and greed are a predominant role to our behavior when we're making investment decisions. Let's just be cognizant of this the next time we make an investing decision. Investing should be like watching grass grow. Dr. Daniel also brought up a guy named Vismara who did a paper on growth rates of IPOs. He did this in 2000, February of 2008. And why, why should I bring up IPOs? These are initial public offerings, so companies that aren't quite public yet, but they're getting ready to go public. Probably one of the most famous ones in the last five or however many years it's been is Facebook. These are the companies, though, that drive our emotions the most. We think about, man, Facebook has been private. Now I have a chance to own Facebook. And the fact that I do use it every day, all my friends use it every day, it must be an unbelievable company. But in this study, it showed that the average U.S. IPO underperforms the stock market by 21% the first three years. Why do we get so excited about IPOs and want to buy them? I have no idea when you look at this statistic. But that's just one example of where we want to get greedy. The opposite example is when we're fearful, when we're watching the news, the daily news, and we hear about this market correction or we hear about this possible recession. And now we think I ought to sell or my investments are going to go way down. We can't control our emotions. The best we can do, though, is recognize that they exist. If we recognize that they exist, well, now when we're confronted with them and we know full ahead of time that this is going to happen, maybe we can have a system in place so we don't make emotional decisions. So we don't make bad decisions when we're fearful and bad decisions when we're greedy. We can shrink that behavior gap. We are three weeks in to a 10-week series right now. 
please listen to the last couple. But as a review, lesson number one, admit that we are emotional. Admit that we don't have the answers. Admit that we need to learn more to be smarter about our money and our gap. Number two, to recognize when is the best time to put our money in the stock market and have a plan and know that we need to be taking advantage when the stock market is low, that that's when stocks are cheap. And lastly, to get a firm grip on our emotions, to know that they affect our decisions, to have a plan in place that we will not make quick decisions when it comes to our investing. Our investing is like watching grass grow. It should be boring. But if you want, the best thing to learn from this episode is to use maybe 3% or 5%, at the very, very most, if you have a lot of money, 10% of your money as play money. To be greedy and fearful with that money, full well knowing it's just like money that you would spend in Vegas. It's a gamble. That's your job. That's the one thing you can do here is just use a small amount. And guess what? My time is up. I have to go. You guys have a great week and I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance with compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.